No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my uh, well, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if, in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. Thank you. That is President Biden's latest unforgettable soundbite, highly confusing, comparing the airplane mask mandate, mixing it up with immigration. So the White House, it has prompted the White House to issue a clarification because Biden just didn't make any sense there. Uh, he has gotten the Justice Department involved in a plan to try to overturn what the judge ruled in Florida when she said it was illegal for the CDC to mandate masks on airplanes. Biden in that soundbite was just referencing that while talking about immigration. So uh, it's Biden's latest gaffe. And what is going on with Title 42? So Title 42, it's an immigration uh, health policy that Trump enacted in, in, when the pandemic came around uh, that allows the federal government to turn migrants away at the border right away based on the fact that there is a communicable disease in the origin nation. So Biden has decided to get rid of Title 42 on May 23rd because c cases of the illness are trending downward. Yet that's that's the talk out one side of his mouth. The talk out the other side of his mouth is that the illness is still so bad enough and cases are actually trending up. And that's why we need to keep masks on our faces in airplanes. And since Biden has been talking out both sides of his mouth so much, he actually got it all confused just, just now this morning in that soundbite you just heard. And White House issued this uh, clarification statement, quote, I want to clarify that in comments at the conclusion of my remarks this morning, I was referring to the CDC's mask mandate and there is no Department of Justice action on Title 42. So to give Biden, I guess, a little bit of credit. It actually Title 42 is is a broad sweeping health law that actually was passed back in 1944, uh, and it actually it is the uh, U.S. Public Health Service Act of 1944. It's also called Title 42. So actually, both the mass mandate on planes and the migrant border expulsion policy are both underneath Title 42, but the airplane mask mandate is never referred to in the news as Title 42, which is why everyone got really confused. It's it's often unclear why Biden talks the way he does. But so the latest is that the White House is indeed um, getting the Department of Justice to file an appeal to try to get those masks back on people's faces on airplanes. Now, my source at JetBlue actually told me about 80% of the people on his planes were still wearing masks anyway. So, uh, you know, it's, it's become a habit. Um, Biden's mask mandate's been in place over a year and a lot of people are just so freaking comfortable with their masks. They're scared to not wear them on planes. Um, so before I get further into what else is happening on Jet, JetBlue, because Mike Tyson just punched someone. <laughs> and I've got that video to share. Before I get to that, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, which is the 
In God We Trust hat. Turn up your volume for this statistic show. American patriotism is thriving. In fact, 85% of Americans consider themselves very patriotic. 63% own an American flag and 43% are extremely proud to be an American. There's never been a better time to stand with your fellow patriots. This is why I highly recommend the In God We Trust hat to proudly show your patriotism. The In God We Trust hat is worn by prepper, survivalists, and patriots around the country. I love mine and I wear it often. And you, if you've been looking for a way to be more patriotic this summer, you'll love the In God We Trust hat. Buy one In God We Trust hat. Get another free for the next 24 hours by going to that link down in my description, www.godwetrusthat.com. Hit that link down in my description and support the sponsor of my coverage. All right. So Guys, look what just went down last night on a JetBlue airplane between Mike Tyson and the passenger sitting behind him. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. That's the craziest. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. They're peasants. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. Let's lose the horse, man. JetBlue, Mint Flight. My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got f***ed up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Tried to ask for an autograph to know what happened. You can see his face beat up on the side of his face there. Um, yeah, you could kind of tell that guy was wasted out of his mind. The word on the plane is that that guy was super drunk and uh, ended up harassing Mike Tyson to the point where he got annoyed and beat him up. And I was like, is that really Mike Tyson sitting in front of him? But yeah, Fox Business reached out to Mike Tyson for comment. A representative from Mike Tyson told Fox Business in a statement, quote, I, uh, unfortunately, Mr. Tyson had an incident on a flight with an aggressive passenger who began harassing him and threw a water bottle at him while he was in his seat. So according to Tyson's people, that's what actually went down. That was last night on a JetBlue flight at the San Francisco International Airport. Uh, and TMZ reports that this the man did go to police after he got beat up by Tyson. No word on any charges being filed. And just when we thought all the tensions on the airplanes would calm down, right, because the mask mandate is gone right now, it's supposed to be wonderful, free, flowing, peaceful on these flights now, but no... Uh, it just went down hard between a heavyweight champion and a very drunk passenger who was probably celebrating the removal of the mass mandate. This guy was probably like, oh, my gosh, I am going to order beverages on my entire flight to celebrate the fact that I am no longer wearing a mask. So we'll see if uh, if Mike Tyson can stay out of jail. But that did look pretty annoying. So I don't blame him for finally snapping.
Um, in other news, uh, CNN is reporting, CNN is telling everyone to buckle up because the Fed is about to get tough on inflation. So today I've just got to shout out the Fed and the way that a Federal Reserve Bank completely controls our economy. We think we have a free market economy, but in fact, this Federal, Federal Reserve Bank has been printing money, which causes inflation. So they've been over, over printing money which has created a giant inflation problem where our money, that means that the U.S. dollar isn't worth as much. You have to spend more dollars to buy anything. That's thanks to the Fed printing money, not thanks to Putin and Russia. Now, in addition to that, the Fed raises interest rates to get rid of inflation, but raising interest rates also hurts the economy. Um, According to Infestopia, raising interest rates makes borrowing money more expensive, which can hurt individuals and businesses. Generally, raising interest rates slows down the economy by discouraging people from spending money. Homes cost more to buy for individuals. Uh, so it's just a whole fiasco right now. And I know my investments have gone down and uh, talking to my financial advisor, shout out to my financial advisor, Joseph Foxworth. I'm like, where should I put my money? Should I buy property? But raising the interest rates hurts um, the home purchase market. So it's like, where do we put our money to protect it right now? All thanks to the Fed fiddling with our money. Uh, so CNN uh, was saying that it looks like the Fed is going to raise interest rates another half percent uh, next month after they just raised interest rates in November for the first time in over three years. Um, so that all reminds me. I actually, I got to get into Congress's um, insider trading techniques with stocks. My stocks have been going down, but maybe I should be watching. Maybe I should jump on with everyone else who's actually watching the moves of members of Congress who are participating in insider trading. I thought, I thought that people like my, Martha Stewart went to jail for insider trading, but why are members of Congress still sitting in Congress while doing insider trading? What is insider trading? Insider trading uh, is when a person has access to confidential or non-public information about the company whose stocks they're trading. And guess what? Members of Congress have that information because they are on these committees that affect the value of the stocks, like the Agriculture Committee. There's actually several websites that track um, every trade that Congress makes. I'm going to show you one of these. You can you can literally because Congress members of Congress are participating um in trades after they make decisions on these congressional committees that affect the value of the stock, um, the members of Congress already know the trade is going to be valuable based on what, how they are manipulating the economy with their policies. So if you just follow the moves of members of Congress, you're going to get an advantage. Um, so this is capitaltrades.com. What's trading on Capitol Hill? And it tracks all the stock market trades of members of Congress. They are featuring Tommy Tuberville, Senator, uh, Republican Senator from Alabama today. And it shows all of his recent trades, guys. This is, this is how 
screwed up. Just watch how screwed up this is. Look at what he's trading. So Tommy Tuberville, and it's and it's all kinds of members of Congress doing this, Democrats and Republicans. But this member of Congress, he he traded um eight million eight million dollars. He's been moving eight million dollars through the stock market, bought eight million dollars worth of stocks, sold or sorry, bought four million sold just over 4 million. And what kind of stocks? Uh, He's actually trading commodities, uh, soybean, cattle, corn. So he likes trading agricultural commodities. Let's see what what committees Tommy Tuberville is on. Oh, look there. He's on the agriculture, nutrition, and forestry committee. That's his top committee. And he's trading the same sorts <laughs> of of items that he's on the committee for. So depending on his agricultural policies, he knows whether soybeans are going to go up and down in value. And he is cashing out. So there's... <laughs> Is this legal, guys? Is this legal? Uh, a bill was actually pa- uh, a bill was actually introduced. There is a bill introduced in Congress um, just this year called, uh, I guess it's Senate Bill thirty four ninety four, ban Congressional Stock Trading Act, and uh, it was introduced in January in the Senate. But here's the thing. People like Tommy are in the Senate. Now, are senators going to pass a bill banning them from making bank? That's my question. But hey, as long as we follow the moves of these uh, senators, we ourselves might be able to cash out on the stock market during this hard economy ourselves. So maybe just watch these guys closely. The problem is that these senators and members of Congress do not always uh, report what they're up to, which actually is against the law if they if they don't um, timely report what they're up to. And a lot of the members of Congress have been breaking law. 59 members of Congress have violated a law designed to stop insider trading and prevent conflicts of interest. There's actually a law passed back in 2012 uh, aimed at stopping members of Congress from doing insider trading. And uh, it says here, Congress passed the law a decade ago to combat insider trading and conflicts of interest among their own members and force lawmakers to be more transparent about their personal financial dealings. A key provision of the law mandates that lawmakers publicly and quickly disclose any stock trade made by themselves, a spouse or a dependent child. Yet they're not doing that. Some of these members of Congress take months to report their last move, uh, their, you know, their last trade that they did. And the penalty for that is only about a $200 uh, fine. So if you just cashed out, if, if you just made hundreds of thousands in profit, which it looks like Tommy Tuberville did, if, you know, he, he made a, it looks like he profited a few hundred thousand in that transaction with the, the soybeans. Now, he has to pay a $200 fine for not being completely transparent about that. That's, that's less than a slap on the wrist. So this new law that they're tr- that's been introduced in Senate is trying to completely outlaw what these people are up to. N- Nancy Pelosi is actually at the top of the list for members of Congress who are doing these kinds of transactions. Um, and this 
website actually lists all the members of Congress who are up to that. The, the top one they list is Diane Feinstein. I don't think they are uh, listing these people in order of their actual earnings, their actual profits from this insider trading, because I saw a list ranking them in that order. And it was, uh, I think Nancy Pelosi was right on the top, but as you can see, it's Democrats and Republicans all doing this, this sort of trading and, uh, everyone from Rand Paul to Diane Feinstein, uh, my financial, my financial advisor, uh, Joseph Foxworth was actually kind of filling me in on how all of this works. And he said that he was closely following Nancy Pelosi's trades at one point. It was fascinating because um, there, there's Dan Crenshaw. You know, I just ran into Dan Crenshaw last night here in Houston. He and I are both in Houston. Maybe I should um, interview him, ask him about this. I've been meaning to schedule another interview with him because he's actually one of the top earners as well in this sort of um, stock trading that these people do according to media reports. Uh, but my financial advisor in watching Nancy Pelosi's movie, he said it was fascinating one day because she got into a position and as it, as um, it, it just in a matter of hours, the value of that stock went way up and then she pulled out of that before it dropped, right before it dropped. And like to do a move like that, you had to have serious insider knowledge on exactly what was going to happen, it seemed like. So it's really fascinating what these members of Congress are up to. And, um, you know, for those of us who don't have that insider knowledge, it's just really interesting. And uh, why were people like Martha Stewart sent to jail for stuff like this, but people like Nancy Pelosi are not? That's a big question. For the rest of us, um, my financial advisor was saying, basically, this election this fall is really going to help um, the market for the rest of us if if re Republicans can take power because the market likes, the market favors when it's a split government, when if, if there's a Democrat in uh, the presidency and then Republicans controlling Congress, that means that that the market is going to go up. Um, also if Russia and Ukraine can figure it out, uh, markets can go back up. Uh, but we shall see if, um, what the heck happens with the election. Republicans seem really confident that they are going to win, but has, e have elections been fortified enough so that our votes actually count? That's the big question. That's the topic we're not allowed to talk about on platforms like YouTube or in the mainstream media, which tells me it's probably a problem that is not being solved, guys. What do you guys think? Uh, you're saying Martha Stewart was not in Congress, and that is why she went to jail. Exactly, guys. I actually, I'm working on a story right now about um, crypto traders who... Um, appear to be getting targeted as well. Actually, there's a pretty high profile case on a 20 something year old who just, he was trading crypto before he knew it. He was a billionaire before he knew it. Secret service was barging in his house, arresting him. So what did he do wrong? We're going to get to the bottom of it.
it seems like a pretty fishy story the more you look into it. And so I'm going to figure out what's really going on in that case now that I can cover Bitcoin because Fox didn't want me covering Bitcoin. Bitcoin, by the way, is different than other cryptocurrencies because it's the person who designed it designed it so that not even he could manipulate crypto. Crypto's value cannot cannot be regulated by anyone. So that makes it really important. You said wire fraud, yet the Secret Service tried to accuse this guy of wire, wire fraud, and it's pretty fishy as, as to whether that's true. We're going to dig into the case and really question because the rest of the media always takes what our federal government says as gospel. And so, but we need to double check whether what's going on is true. All right. I got to show you a video that's going viral regarding a a mom who's losing her mind. Uh, She has dementia and she's starting to not remember her own son anymore. And it's like such a sweet little viral video, but can we talk about things that actually cause us to lose our minds, things we ingest that destroy our minds. Why doesn't the media actually talk about the sickening cause behind this cute little viral video? Here's the video. Very nice. And do you know my name? Sebastian. Do you know who I am? Who you are? Hmm. You're lovely Kiara. Kiara? What if I told you I was your son? You sound like my... Yeah, my son is Sebastian. I'm your son. I'm your mum. You are my mum. Yeah, you're my son. (laughs) I'm your son. Yeah, you're my son. My gosh, you're not funny. It is funny. You look like Sebastian. No, I am Sebastian. That's right. (laughs) You're not. No. Yeah. Yeah, your name is Sebastian, but my son is Sebastian. No, I'm your son, Sebastian. What do you find funny? Oh God, I just haven't seen, I haven't seen you for a long time, my son. That's true. Hello. We meet Sebastian. Don't, don't know where, I don't know where. But I know we meet Sebastian some sunny day. Anyway, they start singing this old song they used to sing. And she starts to remember, that, oh my gosh, I was just losing my mind. There's no talk about the common foods we eat that cause us to lose our minds. And there's a reason that things like this are becoming more and more common. Why don't we talk about the foods and liquids that actually destroy our brains? Uh, One of the common ones that I'm going to shout out today is aspartame. Aspartame, you know, media doesn't really talk about this. They're controlled by big pharma. But there are studies out there, many studies. Uh, here, here it is. Um, this is actually NIH.gov. Studies on effects of aspartame on memory and oxidative stress in brain of mice. The conclusion is that these findings suggest impaired memory performance and increased brain oxidative stress by repeated aspartame administration. The impaired memory performance is likely to involve increased oxidative stress as well as decreased brain glucose availability. Uh, Aspartame is a highly common uh, poisonous substance that people 
um, consume quite often, actually. Truth about aspartame. Um, so common, co- uh, common foods that consume aspartame, diet soda. Diet soda has a high level of aspartame. Also sugar-free ice cream, reduced calorie fruits, fruit juice, gum. Almost all of the mainstream gum um, brands have a lot of aspartame. Yogurt and sugarless candy. So you're noticing a trend there. The trend is all of these foods that are, you know, labeled as diet foods, good for your health, right? Because they don't have sugar in them. Instead, they have aspartame. So a lot of these ladies, I, I, I don't know if this lady was a big dieter, but people who are dieting, trying to be healthier are substituting more of these diet foods, these low sugar foods. And instead, the food is loaded with aspartame. A lot of people actually chew gum when they're dieting because gum satiates their hunger. But instead, they're loading their body with aspartame, which is attacking their brain. A lot of studies on this. And and then it's like, oh, I have no, you know, I guess it just happens when you start to get older, you lose your your mind. If you look up the causes of dementia, causes are things like, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, there's no word of, of the foods that you intake or the liquids that you intake that are destroying your brain activity. So if you're addicted to pop, as we say in the Midwest, or soda, as some of you say, you try to be healthy and drink diet pop before you know it, you're wondering why your brain is super foggy like Joe Biden's and uh, nobody tells you about the association. So shout out to aspartame. Be aware of aspartame. Uh, it is in gum. I actually quit ju- gum. It's crazy. I quit gum cold Turkey uh, uh, like about two years ago. I was chewing a lot of gum because I was dieting. And one day I was, I was in the car with my Fox videographer and he said, have you ever looked at the ingredients on, in the gum? And I, and I looked at the ingredients on my gum package and I was horrified and I dropped it and literally quit gum cold turkey after that. Um, so I, like months later, I actually chewed a piece of gum and I got super bloated. I was like, oh my gosh, my body is reacting. My body had got used to not having that toxin. I put the toxin of aspartame back in my body and my body freaked out. So I don't chew gum anymore. And it's probably a good idea not to chew gum. If you do love gum, uh, health food stores like Whole Foods have non-aspartame containing gum, a lot better options out there. But just um, think things that you'll never hear in the mainstream press, uh, some of these very, ooh, some of these very poisonous uh, foods that actually attack your brain function. So um, shout out to that. Um, let's see, checking your comments. Um, stay tuned for, stay tuned for truth bombs tomorrow uh, with me and Jenny. I will be traveling on the road, but we're going to squeeze truth bombs in anyways. We're going to talk about how CNN is downsizing also, man, we've got some funny stuff going on um, in Truth Bombs. You don't want to miss this. Um, you'll stick to cigarettes, you said.
Nicotine apparently protects against the illness. Yeah. So that's, that's the new, the new controversial documentary that Stu Peters put out on rumble in regards to water. Yeah. That's, the stuff that they put in the water affecting your brain, they talk all about that. You know, there's many different things that can affect your brain, including things that have put into, been put into water to apparently help your health can actually hurt your health. So there are questions as to whether something in the water is affecting your health in this new pandemic. And um, I don't know. There, it, it seems like a questionable theory there, but here's the thing. And when we're talking about this mask mandate and whether, whether the CDC has a leg to stand on in forcing people to wear masks again, we, we can just, we can look at the data that's out there on the illness trends in different States where mandates have been in place. Now, Florida has not had a mass mandate. Fox, uh, uh, Texas had a mass mandate, uh, but got rid of it a long time ago. Uh, initially in 2020, they did in, introduce a statewide mass mandate. They got rid of that. And places like California did not. But if you look at the illness trends, the trends are almost identical. In fact, in states where there was a mass mandate, the cases were slightly higher of the illness, which tells you that that the mask is not working whatsoever. Now, masks, if you use common sense, let's be very logical and commonsensical here. A mask is uh, something that replaces your hand when you cough or sneeze. Uh, throughout our whole lives, we've been trained to cover our mouth if we cough or sneeze to prevent droplets from spreading. Well, the mask is there to do that. So yes, masks do prevent droplets from spreading. So why is it that when your droplets are prevented from spreading, that that does not stop the illness from spreading. If you look at the illness trends, the trend spreads or the illness spreads just as much whether or not your droplets are being prevented from spreading. Well, if, if it's something other than droplets that's getting you sick, then that would be, that would make sense. Maybe something other than droplets is getting you sick. And that's the whole theory in the Stu Peters documentary is that it's something other than droplets getting you sick. Um, there's a lot to ponder, but one thing is clear is that when you look at states that were strictly enforcing masks and those that were not, the ones that were enforcing masks have slightly more cases of illness which would tell you scientifically that you have a greater likeliness of being healthy if you didn't wear masks. Isn't that nutty? But that's what the scientific statistics show for going by science. Crazy times. All right, guys, that does it for me. Um, we are getting to see you tomorrow. Truth Bombs with Ivory and Jenny. Uh, Jenny Sabasagari is going to break down the crazy... Uh, Johnny Depp tr uh, defamation trial with his ex Amber Heard, uh, as well as a lot of other juicy topics. So tune in tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much for the support, guys. We'll see you then.